January 17, 2013, is Sawat from Pedro's show.
Show. Hey, brother Matt. Hey, how's How it? you doing? Welcome. Yeah, we got some warm weather at the Love Grotto on yeah. the Pleasure Point here. Bitchin' day. Now, I mean, sounds like whining because it is middle of January, but uh, last few days, I think Monday it got to 34, which was a 20-year record downtown LA. And uh, so uh, maybe we'll get, we were in the 70s today? Yeah, pretty Yeah, pretty. so it's we're back to regular... So Cali so style. Cal, right. So calisthenics. Now we start off the show with uh, What's New by John Coltrane. And KF03 by Suwako. And then a song from our guest today, Brother Matt. Yeah. Fakes by Short Temper. Here's the members of Short Temper, Big Nick's. Right on. Big Nick hey, Aguilar's new band. What's up? So, yeah. Let's introduce everybody. Uh, I'm Nick. I play drums. I'm Chance. I sing. I'm Victor. I play guitar. And Our bass player couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's five of you. Yeah, this is a two side mice. These are our roadies. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Welcome. Introduce yourselves. I'm Coffee. And I'm Sloth. <laughs> cool. Coffee and Sloth. Yeah, happening. Yeah, happen. yeah so you're, that's a good too. energy name for yeah. dude who's gonna help schlep yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> the muscle of Mando <laughs> Yeah. Very um, cool. Uh, you ever been to, because I'm thinking of that word, LACMA? LACMA? The museum? Yeah, I've been there. No, I have I've not. I've been there. I don't what's, think what's so. What's big about it? What's sitting right next to you? Some tar pits. That's right, Brother Matt. LeBron, oh, yeah. tar pits. And they found a lot of bones in there. And one of them is a giant... Ground sloth. This thing was like <laughs> this thing was like nine, ten feet tall, bigger than a grizzly and shit. And uh, yeah, nowadays, right. sloths they hang from trees. They got there's two toed, right? There's trippy. They got big old long yeah. claws because they, Cause they just spend hang. so much time in a tree and they sleep like twenty three hours yeah. a day and they wake up and they eat these berries that are fermented and get drunk for like <laughs> hours. <and never laughs> Sounds rad. And they conk again. They spend yeah. so much time chilling that there's moss and all kinds of right, creatures growing, growing in their fur. Yeah, they kind of are green. So what about your hair? You been taking care? Yeah, I'm clean. Hygiene. They do. They 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 just. They got slow metabolism. Mm. Down in the Amazon. Some things are really fast, like hummingbirds, and yeah, then there's the other side. Way slow. Slow. 
On the Amazon, they use the little baby ones as like uh, teddy bears, you know? The, people, the kids are playing with them. Yeah, That's like cool dolls. Pic, got some cool pictures of it. Damn. Yeah. The, these cats, uh, they ate leaves and stuff, but they were just giant. And there's saber-toothed tigers and uh, mammoths, mastodons, and yeah, all kinds of that stuff. probably easy prey for the big tigers. Well, they think it would, they call it, I was reading somewhere, carnivore trap. Is you just get one target thing caught, and then all the clowns trying to chow on them, they get caught too. Mm-hmm. So we got all kinds of stuff and preserved, mm-hmm. you know, because of the tar. And uh, that's why you see all the oil derricks when you're going over Blair Hills and stuff. Yeah, some of those backyards got little patches of oil. I think Maria Montgomery had a little patch of oil right in the backyard yeah. over in her, her pad. Uh, yeah, so, uh, anyway, why you coffee? You move quick? My last name. Oh, you know what? You know, I came to Navy Housing from Virginia here. And uh, there was a cat across from me. His name was Steve Coffee. His pop was a chief, too. E-Y? Was it spelled E-Y? Hmm, I wonder. I was only like nine or ten. It was ten. <laughs> and I can't remember. Maybe it was two. Uh, maybe it was E-Y. Yeah. Like yours? Yeah. Okay, maybe you're related. <laughs> long maybe. time I haven't thought of Steve Coffee in a while. In fact, the first name is pretty trippy to remember because we all, maybe has no one used first names. Mm. Uh. Yeah, so that's a trip. Even if there was brothers, it'd be the other Thompson. Mm. Uh, so, uh, yeah, fakes. Huh? Uh, was that recorded here in Pedro? That was actually recorded in Inglewood. Inglewood. A few weeks ago. What's the name of the studio? Uh, it's called the Morgue Studios. The Morgue? Yeah, our friend Chris runs it. Yeah, he's real cool. Huh? Uh, I want to talk about... Man, all right. I want to talk about how you got the band together and stuff. And we've talked about Nick's journey through music, but I'd like to know about Cats, too. Let's play some music first. Oh, 
Watt for Pedro Show. We just, uh, at the beginning of that chunk of music, we uh, heard something brand new from Short Temper. I guess uh, recorded at the morgue there in uh, Inglewood. And only, what, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Um, okay. We, what then was we the heard uh, something from Holland, a band called GFR, doing Final Hour. And after that, The Sun is Still by Frischka. Frischka is um, from the valley. And Hairspray Heart, Black Moth, Super Rainbow, they're Pittsburgh, I know that. And uh, Brother Jonathan with Dot Hacker, a tune called Eye Opener. Uh, he's been torn with E.B. Kane. We've played some of his stuff. This is from another band he's got with uh, Josh, who now plays with uh, Bivers. Right. Oh, yeah, he came over here with John. Yeah, yeah, Josh Klinghoff. And uh, finally, Glimpse Trio with your idea. Glimpse Trio up uh, the Bay Area. Mike. And, uh, our, I think Mike's from Cleveland originally. Okay, so uh, I want to know about Short Temper. What's the history? Um, well, we started off uh, like mid-July of 2011. Um, you know the spokesman. Yeah, <laughs> I do all the talking. Japan, they always got a leader. Everybody's got a leader. Yeah, that's me. Okay. But uh, we started off, yeah, right around that time, uh, we were going to, me and my bass player, we're going to uh, shows in Hermosa at a bar called Susie's. We would see bands. How old are you? I'm 19. And you're going to a bar, huh? Yeah, <laughs> sneaking in. Okay. And whatnot. Susie's. Like yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought no. Susie's is Hermosa. Yeah. Yeah, I think I played there once or twice. Yeah. In fact, I think once was with uh, Mike from the Glimpse Trio, but uh, uh. Calvin Newborn was on drums. No, Calvin Weston, drumming man who played with uh, James Bl uh, Blood Almer. I played with him when he was a teenager with Minutemen. Remember, he got Georgie's drums, didn't just anything, just got on the road those things. So you're watching gigs at Susie. Susie's like a Mexican restaurant. It's it's like uh, nice yeah, it's got it's all right, you know. PA was kind of toy. Yeah, they. So but, aviation. Yeah, it's on aviation. Yeah, they, maybe twice a They uh, they let us like have you know the shows there and whatnot. I saw, I've seen Circle One there, Decry there, uh, you know, tons of bands. Still around. Wow. Yeah, they're still around. Play with Decry. <laughs> Circle One, they lost their main guy. Yeah, I think the only one that's left is like John? Mike Vallejo. I think he's the only one that's left. Well, or, uh, John, the singer man. Yeah. I think got shot to death on the Santa Monica Pier. He's pushing oh. people off or something. Crazy. Yeah. Casillas. <laughs> a long time ago. Anyway, uh, Circle One was actually a germ song, right? Don't yeah. 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 <laughs> the other side, you know, guy. Nicky beat on drums. So... They let you put on shows, but you ain't got the band yet. No, this is yeah. This is before before we had actually gotten together. You see your you know. shows at Susie's. Yeah, and uh, one day like we, because me and uh, our bass player we we went to the same school, and we what just was that? we uh, we went to West High in Torrance. West. Yeah, and uh, Torrance. Yeah, okay. that's that's where we're originally like from, because we were all from Torrance originally, and then uh, you know members came and members went, yeah. but um. We got this idea. We were like, you know what? Let's start a band because 
I mean, I had been playing in bands, you know, since I was like 12, 13 years old. And uh, I was just like, you know, forget it. Let's just start writing songs. And uh, Jeff said he would start playing bass. Yeah. And I, you know, taught him how to play. I taught him how to play bass. You know, I gave him mine. I was like, here, dude, learn this. Oh, you were a bass fan? Um, bass, you know, guitar, whatever, you know. You play everything. Yeah. So you gave him the bass? Yeah. And uh, he picked it up, you know, decently fast. First batch of songs? Yeah, first batch of songs. Did you call Short Temper right away? Um, we had a couple, we had a couple names, like, like what? uh, our, we had a name called LSD, it was for Lazy Stinking Drunks, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we were gonna, uh, I forget what else we were gonna be called, um, I think we were gonna call ourselves the Generics or something like that, but then, um, one day I got an idea because, you know, obviously I'm short, I got red hair, yeah. you know, so I already got a lot stacked up against me, I came up with the idea, short temper, I was like, okay. You know, because I'm angry, you know? So I was like... But it was what? Just a two-man crew? Yeah, just... Didn't have a... No, no, it was just, it was just okay. us, but, you know, just this was... Just getting the tunes together. Yeah, and Love then, the um... So I met, uh... Well, you gotta have a name, yeah. Yeah, no, and uh, I Back met... In the old days, you know, there'd be bands with names before they ever wrote a song or even <laughs> Yeah. The Dicks told me, Gary Floyd told me about putting up flyers. You know? They didn't have a bad you know, <laughs> no, They're mine, they did, but they never practiced. They never wrote a song that was coming. <laughs> the threat, you know. So, the seed. Uh, then we met our first guitar player. Um, so you thought it was time. Now we got the song. Yeah. like we. Let's take it to the stage. Yeah, the, the first song I wrote was a song called uh, Waste of Time. And it was, you know, really simple, like 30-second song, whatnot. And, and uh, we broke, you know, pretty much branched off of that. And came up with our first album, and uh, we met our. Uh, Who's on drums? Um, our friend uh, Isaac. He uh, he's not with us anymore. He's you know got his own stuff going on. But for the time that he was with us, he recorded uh, the first, the first album with us. So That's the first thing. Yeah. But none of these cats are involved. No, not none of them were involved yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's play some music. We'll get on to where they get involved. I got no fancy car, never was no superstar uh, Got no Grammy trophy, got no problem if y'all approach me Never had no Rolling Stone cover, never had no top ten hit my brother Got no TV show, got no Maybach spins or rolls Got no movie roles, got no platinum or gold uh, Got no diamond rings, watches, and all them things Got no way to plane, what I mean is got no private jets, but I also got no regrets, got no swag, what I got no love for something I never had. All of it, yeah, everything, yeah, everything, we got it all, you know that. Nothing's changed, feel the same, got your help Restaurants, I got no yacht. Well, I got no choice but to show y'all what some of us forgot. Never was hot, never was pop, but I never ever stopped that real hip hop. Got no paparazzi, got no company that got me. Uh, walking alone in the hood, so it's easy to spot me, y'all. Got no million follower friends on Twitter, on Facebook, look at my friends. Got no thing for video games, got no shame saying I ain't never playing. Got 
no hate for things that are great. Don't you know I salute you?
You better watch out for little cycle Annie. 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 Well, she don't wear blouses. She don't wear skirts. Just tight blue jeans, boots, and racing shirts. She tears up those beaches alongside Pasadena. Now, little cycle Annie, they just don't get any meaner. Y'all better watch out for little cycle Annie. 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 Got a competition, Harley. California high bars. Well, class A trailer she can take on any cars. Now, Rachel Porter's got a four-speed pick. And little cycle Annie, well, she's a real tough chick. Y'all better watch out for little cycle Annie. 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 You better watch out for little cycle Annie. 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 Well, little cycle Annie, she has got a guy named Joe, and he trails her around just about everywhere she goes. I ain't saying nothing, baby. I ain't saying that I'm mine. When both of them get on their bike, it's Joe sits behind. You're better. Watch out for little cycle Annie. 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 Watch out.
Pieces of Me by Ms. Melvis. Before that was Greg Turner with Cycle Annie. Ms. Melvis uh, came to my gig in Austin, so I guess she lives there. Greg Turner in New Mexico, Santa Fe. Yeah, I played guitar for her Angry Samoans. Nice. And the Cycle Annie is a, actually a Lou Reed song that he wrote when he was doing some kind of brill building thing when he was younger. Ahead of that was Edie Sedgwick, their DC. Tune called Heat Wave, great band. Uh, before that uh, was Sean Lennon. He just made a soundtrack to a movie called Alter Egos, and that song's called Tits. You know, when you do uh, soundtracks, though, they they're pieces of stuff from uh, the movie, so they're not really tunes, but well, they are tunes. But yeah, it's a whole album of whatever. What do you call it? Incidental. Yeah. All right. Dude farting in the elevator. Yeah, a huge difference, though. Yeah, big time. Right. For example, Saturday Night Fever. Or uh, Jaws. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? And ahead of that, Mystical Weapons. That's a new band Sean Lennon's got with Greg Sarnier of uh, Deerhoof. And a tune called Gilbert Releases Pet Salamander into the Wild. And yet another album from Bob Pollard. He's got two more coming, too. This cat. You know about him? Guy by Voices, man. He's out of Dayton, Ohio. And winter comes to those who pray. And start everything off with something brand new by Public Enemy. And Chuck D, you know, now lives in Ventura. He ain't. He's exciting. Wow. Yeah, Ventura. And a tune called Everything. Tricky place for him to pick. Yeah, well, his wife, I think, is a professor at the college. Oh, okay. uh, getting back to the story. So, you and the bass man wrote the first batch of tunes. Yeah. Then you got two other buddies, so you could start playing these in front of people. Did you do gigs with that lineup? Yeah, we did. We did. We Where played at Susie's? a. Um, yeah, our first show was actually uh, the last punk show they had at Susie's. Oh, no more gigs there? Yeah, there's no, there's no more gigs there after that. It was. Uh, it was us, um, the STDs, uh, Desensitized Youth, and a couple others. But um, we played there. It was our first show, and it was the last punk rock show ever because that night it was uh, it was our guitar player's birthday, yeah. and it just went off, man. Like uh, we broke like tables, the ATM machine that was there, like it just went crazy. It, oh, and uh, from dancing, yeah, yeah, from uh, dancing and whatnot. <laughs> from more wet night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, how long did that lineup last? That lineup lasted a long time. We were playing like as much as we could. Uh, our second show was at a parking lot in uh, in Pedro. How long ago was this? This was um like September of uh, 2011. Okay, so we're talking a year and a half ago. Yeah, and uh, you know, we played. Uh, yeah, it was on First and Pacific. That was uh, kind of our defining point, really. First and Pacific here in Pedro. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was at a, a skate shop parking lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like Rapid Rapid Transit parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Auto Parts. Yep. Zacatecas still there? Zacatecas Bar. It's, it's, or, it was, it was called Kang Cave Club. It's had a bunch yeah, of names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They. The owner asked me if I'm banned. Like a store on the there. other side. You said oh. couches behind mm. in the alley. That's near the Star Theater where D. Boone used to do mm-hmm. gigs. Yeah. Not to only a couple blocks away where Black Flag did their second gig with the Rockstar. 
Well, I didn't know they had gigs, so you played outside there in the parking lot. Yeah, we played there in the parking lot. We what were the happened? we were the second band up, and uh, everybody was standing up against the walls. You know, they were just you know kind of hanging out. Out. Yeah, and I and I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm like, this is a punk rock show. Like, we're supposed to be angry. We're supposed to be mad about stuff, you know. Yeah. I was like, you know, get up off the wall, you know, yeah. hip, you dirty hippies, you know, you make me sick, you know. It's like you're not they a hippies. No, no, they they no, you know they had their kids, yeah they had yeah, their mohawks true. and their and their leather and oh, their spikes. Up. Yeah, so <laughs> I was like, you know, if you guys, I'm yeah, no, I don't, I don't know if it's that bad, but. You know, do folks I, make their clothes anymore? Yeah, they still do. Good. They still do. Personalize them. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not talking personalize. I'm talking about <laughs> real Make. punk rock. Sears <laughs> punk rock. <laughs> Monkey board. <laughs> so you, you try to get them involved. Yeah, I was like, I was like, all right. Go to them. Exactly. Yeah. So I started taking, uh, I started taking beer cans, and I would crack them and throw them at them, <laughs> and I was nailing kid, I was just nailing kids with them. And wow, they, I full was like, beers. yeah. Well, no, no, no. It wasn't. Fu- no, no. They were not full. They were definitely not full. I was you taking. Know, I've been hit with full beer. <laughs> I've been hit with full beer cans. They hurt. Oh yeah. No. And batteries and bullets and mud. <laughs> Sacks of shit. <laughs> a puke. Use condoms. I've been hit with everything. And, and a full beer can hurts. Right in the chest. Damn. With uh, no arms to block because you're playing. Working the bass. Yeah. Wow. So did they get involved? Did they take oh, yeah. the hand? No, I, I told them, I was like, I dare you guys to come up here and try to try to stand, you yeah. know, come try to stand while I'm here. Because yeah. every time they would get close, yeah. I would knock them all down. So they just started, you know, started a huge pit. There was probably yeah. like, I want to say like 150 kids there. Wow, and, um, that's a good crowd. Yeah, it was awesome. It was, like I said, that was what like... What was big about that gig? Was that the last of that lineup? No, it wasn't the last of that lineup. Was it was just... real show? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it was just kind of like the no, I defining. The real show was Susan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but like it was like the defining point. I think for myself as a frontman, and oh, kind of my identity I'm of who to take control of, the of taking control. Yeah. yeah, and who I who I was really yeah. on stage persona. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's scary. Get in front of people and working songs out. How long did it last that format? Um, it, that lasted. Oh, that lasted for. Until about February 2011, and uh, our drummer had he had personal stuff going on in his life that he had to go handle. So uh, I got another friend to come drum for us. His name is uh, Tony. Tony. He, yeah. He uh he his nickname is Sticks. He's from okay. a band called uh, the Alter Boys. They're from Carson. Spit Sticks. Remember him? I I do. Fear drummer. He's good. Yeah yeah. Uh. So, personnel changes. Yeah. Still not these guys, though. No, no, not yet, not yet. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of a kind bit of a, of a long story, a yeah. Drama. Yeah, a little, little drama, a little drama. Little drama. Right. But, uh, Tony, he was, uh, he's a great drummer, you know, absolutely, like, flawless. Charles. Yeah, no, he was, uh, from Carson, actually. Carson. So. Carson. And Across, we put... Pl- uh, right over the freeway. Yeah. That's where, mm-hmm. right? Isn't yep. that the line? I guess what what's they just call that Torrance, that high school. Yeah, yeah, the old Torrance. So it's on Carson, classic old place. Right, the old was there. called downtown. Torrance. Oh wow, Spartans. Spartans on PCH. Yeah. Spartans oh, okay. is south. Yes, yeah, yeah. right south. 
Turn the man 
I have no church or philosophy. I ain't never known or told a joke. I smoke in bed. I smoke when fed. I know the ins and outs of smoke. When there's smoke, there's fire. The B-side of desire. And if it's true, it can't be you. It, it, it.
Watt from Pedro Show started the second hour off with some Mau Mau's. Old punk from Hollywood. But there's a brand new record called Greenlight. I think there's something going on, right? Long Beach? Isn't there a big punk gig coming? I don't know. In February. And Mau Mau's are playing oh, there. Bitch. There's all kinds of bands playing. You guys know about this? Yeah, Punk Rock Picnic. Right. That's punk, what it is. Punk Rock Picnic. And uh, I even saw a radio station frequency on there. There's somebody playing that stuff again? That'd be great. On the radio. But I'll be on tour Europe, so I can't go to see the show, but a lot of bands are playing. I know the Mau Mau's are. Now, after that, we heard uh, Yoko Ono with Kim Gordon, Thurston Moore doing I Missed You listening part one. Spiel Gusher with Out of Smokes after that. Ain't No Mountain High Enough. Everybody knows that tune. That's <laughs> Cardinal Kitchen. That's uh, Brother Steve McKay, Saxman of the Stooges, cool. back in the early 70s. Yeah. When he was shopping the tape run. The only label that took the demo? Roulette Records. <laughs> right? Tommy James has got a musical coming out. And Mafia. Label. So I hear. And uh, Seasick after that with Sorry. Seasick uh, Bay Area. Oakland. Oak Down. Deerhoof after that with The Trouble with Candy Hands. Got there everywhere now. All the different members. And uh, Miss Shimmy with uh, J'ai Pris La Lune. Uh, the prize of the, the moon, I think. Uh, and then Cat Power, something new, always on my own. And finally, The Manic Low with Amazing Star. You know about The Manic Low? Their singer's name is Jack. He had a band called TSOL. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know TSOL. There you go. Yeah. You do. You don't know Manic Low. You should check them out. Uh, the idea of punk was of a sound. Because you said your band is a mix of metal and punk. And some of them in the old days, punk wasn't really a sound. There was gigs, punk gigs, and punk rockers went there. But uh, actually people didn't really know what it was kind of supposed to be. I guess the first idea was Ramones. But then there was stuff, have you heard of uh, Screamers? Have you heard of Nervous Gender? Yeah. And these bands yeah. even have guitars. Uh, seemed like it was just anything. It was kind of a freak out. But then I guess it kind of, especially when hardcore came in the 80s, it kind of turned into like a fat, fast guitar music. That's Yeah. yeah. And the metal kind of came out of this, or what they call it, uh, Shred or... So Shredders. different words for this. Yeah, Slayer Band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they even covered some songs by the Sex Pistols or something. But actually, I think punk was anything you could get away with. <laughs> you know what I mean? The scene was so loose you could get up there. They weren't really into long hair and bell bottoms. Like you were saying, the hippies. <laughs> I still wore Hawaiian shirts, so I thought that was punk. Yeah, and I, I saw but... some dudes with bell bottoms too, and long hair, mustaches, and shit like that. No one really knew, and there were skinny ties. And... Totally played a show. Yeah, we played a show. Kind of new a... wave. I'm talking about in the '70s. See, I graduated high school in '76, so I was right in the right place, right time. I was lucky. Saw this thing come up, and uh, it was interesting. The weirdos drummer. Have you heard of the Weirdos? Yeah. Yeah. He was a Pedro guy. Nicky B. And that's how we found out about the scene. So I'm curious about how many years later is it? 36. 
36. Yeah, yeah right around 37. There. 37 years later, uh, people's take on it. And it's very, really important, cats like you, because it's not just yeah. something you study on Wikipedia or something. It's You're actually making a band, making songs. It's, it's trippy. trippy. 37 years. Remember, first started here in Oldies, was in like the 60s, and they were only like 10 years old then. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Because think about it, when I was, you know, because I'm from the 70s, right, so... That's like me listening to music from the 30s. Uh, yeah. And like none of us did. Yeah. None of us listened to 50s music. Not even really 60s music even. Except maybe Cream or some Who. And yeah, we were really self-involved weirdos. Uh, younger people are pretty open-minded. They don't care about time. So it's interesting you guys pick up on this stuff. But back to the drama of Short Temper. Yeah. <laughs> the guitar man wasn't good enough. Yeah, the uh So you had to get Victor on board cuz he is good. Yeah, no, he um I saw the way, he, you know, he could play pretty well. And uh and How do you know him from playing with Nutjobs? From pl- yeah, from playing with the Nutjobs. Yeah. So uh we had kind of, you know, a previous acquaintance and I asked him to come aboard with us and uh told him, you know, this is the real deal, you know, we play every weekend, you know, we do records, we're you know, a happening thing. Yeah. And uh he said he was on board for it. And um, so we played two shows with our drummer, Isaac. Uh, we played one in Lawndale at some guy's backyard, and we were the headlining band that night. Kegger. And, uh, yeah, pretty much. And um, it was great. The show went well. We did, That's uh, Victor's first gig. Yeah, it was his first gig. We did... Uh, John Stock, right? John Stock, yeah. yeah. Is that we Richard's did... house? No, no that's Dick Stock. <laughs> Sorry. It's, uh, we did ten songs that night. Yeah. And um, it went great. Then and you uh, did another one. Yeah, we did another one on one thirty seventh. Had a house there. Uh, we were the second band to close, and there was easily I want to say one hundred fifty, two hundred plus kids there in the house. And no, it was in the. It was in like a long driveway. Yeah. And we were playing the driveway in the, of the yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, we were playing in the garage. Wow. That cost didn't come. Wow. And so that's the second gig, and what happens? The drummer bails out? Yeah, after that, well, um, yeah, well, the, the funny thing about that show, though, was uh, we we had played, and, uh, a, like, a death metal band was going on after us. Yeah. After we played, yeah. everyone left. There was probably, like, maybe 40, 30 people there for the last band. Because we, yeah. I mean, we robbed the crowd from them, you know? It was, it was kind <laughs> of a, that was kind of like, you know, kind of showing him that, you know, we are, you know, the real thing. But the drummer so, didn't buy it. He's yeah, he, 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 you know, he just, I don't think he was really... Ran out of gas. Yeah, he wasn't into it anymore. It happens, I see it. Yeah, no, it does. You know the poet Arthur Rimbaud? I don't believe so. One day you'll read about it. <laughs> he only did poetry two or three years, like 16 to 19. And then he was done. He was an incredible poet, but there's only so much. Other cats... Walt Whitman, right, working on his Lisa Grass, though. His old wife. And it looked better. Started with 12 poems and ended up with like four, over 400. But people are different. So I think he just got accepted. Yeah. So it was like, by Isaac. And is this when Big Nick fills the um, we, shoes, or is there a drummer in between? There, We had practiced with a few other drummers. We practiced with our friend... Uh, his name is Ryan. He was from a band called Hellspawn. He was like a like a speed metal drummer. Yeah. And uh, we, it just it just didn't really fit with him. He 
you know, because, like, he's used to, you know, doing all kinds of crazy blast beats and whatnot. But uh, then uh, he got the idea, Victor got the idea to uh, bring Nick You're trying out other drummers and yeah. it ain't working. Yeah. So yeah, Victor we- knows Big Nick from the Nut Jobs. Yeah. And so he suggests yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah me Let's and- try out. Okay. Uh-huh. How long ago was this? Uh, this was like uh, uh, mid-October when they asked me to be in the a few band. Months ago. Yeah, it was a few okay. months ago. And Maybe uh, that's when I saw that gig, or no, a little I, later. That was in September. It was before. Yeah. Okay. When you saw Nut Jobs. Yeah. Yeah, that was in September. Because I was I, before. I was in Short Temper. We played with Short Temper that night. And it was another dude on the bass. Oh yeah, Wyatt. Austin. Yeah, Wyatt was long gone. Right. Is that job's gone? No, we're still, no, we're still, we're still together. We're, still okay. we're, we're trying. Still we have like eight songs. We're trying to cut. And you had a bass man from. I met the parents. In fact, yeah, he was from Torrance or, or oh, Redondo. Austin. Or yeah, he's from yeah. Redondo. Okay, so have, have you done gigs with? Yeah. Yes, we have. Yeah. We've done. Okay. We've done a lot what of was gigs. The first one. The first one was like in Compton. Yeah, somewhere. our first oh, show was in Compton. Oh, when? Uh, late October. Oh, okay. So right after trying out, kind yep. of, yeah. Good. I learned all their songs in like a day, huh? Yeah, yeah he learned. <laughs> he learned like uh, sixteen songs yeah. in two hours. Yeah, so he got it. Big right on, and it, we were we hit the ground running. So and then uh, how many weeks ago did you do the album? We did the album like I want to say like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So between that time, got it all tight and mm-hmm. stuff because mm-hmm. it sounded good. Sounded really good. Who engineered it? The the boss, the guy who owns it. Yeah, he. Uh, the morgue. Yeah, the uh, his name is Chris uh, from the morgue studios. Did a good he, job. Yeah, good he. Job, Chris, the caretaker. Yeah, one McNerney I think McNerney, his son drove off the cliff. Huh? Oh wow! A long time. It was foggy and there was no fence, and they wow. got disoriented. Yeah, I think there was a buddy in the truck too. It's terrible. Wow. Many years ago. Anyway, okay, we're gonna take a. Uh, we're gonna have Brother Matt do a spin cycle coming up, but then I want to get into. Because uh, you weren't on the show last time, Victor. Like I mean, this is my it. first time. <laughs> yeah, because you're an incredible musician. I'm, I'd be curious about your music journey and also yours, because you play everything and all the shit, and you kind of the leader and the, the meister. And, uh, very curious about that. But uh, bro- it's time for Brother Matt to. Uh, Bring forth spin cycle.
Many, many thanks for the spin cycle. What was your uh, influence? In, I guess uh, that one was kind of started by a police encounter this week. Right. It was kind of bunk. You had a police encounter. Well, it wasn't so much me, unfortunately. <coughs> uh, that was a good part of the police <coughs> encounter. It wasn't about me. Um, a couple of my students got in a brawl. Oh. And one was 18, one was 17. Oh. He just turned 18 like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So it was like felony assault. Damn. And um, oh, just a whole unfortunate uh, thing based on some bunk choices. Yeah. And a bloody girl. Damn. Yeah, she got her face. That's what life's about, is choices. Yep. You know, are you going to turn around and walk away? And uh, stick around for another day? Mm -hmm. Maybe sometimes that's the good strategy. Yeah. Sometimes you got to stand your ground. He got hauled off in handcuffs, so it didn't work out so good for him. No. But hopefully, you know, it'll be better. So there was kind of a bummer for your inspiration, your spin cyclage. Yeah, so that's that's what came out of it. Okay. While <laughs> <laughs> you were, uh, uh, you know, you guys had some cool raps going on. Yeah, it was rapping while you were. The, the sound check to my rap was some mm -hmm. history uh, with the next shift, mm -hmm. the younger yeah. shift in the scene. Kind so, like, what year were you guys born? Ninety-three, ninety-one. 97. 95. Well, you know, what's interesting is you know about a lot of this, these characters and these things that happen in the old yeah. days. How do you find out? Internet? Yep. People write about Research. this stuff? Research. Uh, stories. Oh, so you research. So you want to know. Well, you no, try to find well, out, right? Not so much that, too, but like, I mean, I had been going to shows for a long time and all the old... All the old cats always like to tell you stories about the old days. Man, this happened then. Like, I saw Black Flag in a garage, this, this, and that. Yeah. So I think that had a big part of it, too. I met guys like, like Pedro that. High. That was cool. I just found out that a pro skateboard yeah. was, like, the basis You know that? They played a the lunchtime at San Pedro High. Black Flag. Flag. Nice. Blew out the PA oh, in the first tune. Tank I, just had to rock. I've seen and, that. And uh, the girl who put on the gig got suspended. What? Uh, <laughs> so it threw an apple at him. He picked up an yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of funny. It was really wild for people. Pedro was so backwater that really shook up a lot of folks. Yeah, I went to Pedro. <laughs> so there's kind of a lore, folklore, that we're talking about this stuff. Yeah, of course. Not, not just uh, you looking on the internet, but people are like actually telling you their yeah, own yeah. stories. Yeah. Or stories of stories of stories. Yeah. Yeah, me and my friends used to hang stuff. out where Black Flag played, <laughs> right? Where those stairs are. Where's this? On uh, Pedro. <laughs> oh, you mean like in Pedro High? Yeah. 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 yeah it was outside pole. in the courtyard. Yeah. yeah. The flagpole. By the flagpole. Yeah. And there, there's a story about that in the 60s or uh, early 70s. Who played? No, it's not about music. Uh, it's about uh, wearing black armbands and uh, uh, we're, 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 not, we're not with this Vietnam War. Oh, um, yeah. And also some uh, issues over cutting your hair. People used to get upset about all kinds of stuff. Yeah, teachers used to get involved and some be get getting in. Haircuts, can you imagine? Or, or another one, big one was an earring. A guy oh, wow. had an earring in his ear, oh, wow. and it was huge. Uh, well, I mean, it sends left or right side. <laughs> oh yeah. Whatever side, it was just an earring. Even though you had pirates wearing them hundreds of years ago, they, they was so uptight. So you can imagine flag coming a few years later. All hell broke loose. And, uh, yeah, pirates just, were because they said it improved their eyesight, and that, that's an acupressure point for eyes. Ah, there. See, yeah. huh. bonus facts. And, uh, right on. Thank you for that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, the, the trippy about uh, you know what is uh, kosh, what is acceptable, and then what's like over the line. And you, there was a group in Orange County. I remember Dukowski went and debated him on what was his name, Tom Snyder. He had oh, a yeah. talk show at nighttime. Yeah, yeah. And it, this lady was, I can't remember her name, but she was from a group called Parents of Punkers, and it was parents trying to come together to help uh, mutual support to get through this with the, their, their problem childs. <laughs> the cure their children. <laughs> problem the childs. They, te- they cure their kids or whatever. And all this stuff, you know, and they would have known down the road was, you know, like one idiot. The new social attack. <laughs> yeah, it was really trippy. No, uh, And we had to deal with it, too. I could get into that with the police and... Didn't want to think it was just music. It was, but the, luckily, you cats don't have to go through stuff like that. It's made get to go through more more silly putty. And, <laughs> yeah, you have your own thing. Well, what you got is uh, you want to find your own so- sound. You want to find uh, what you what's inside you and what you, uh, you want to express. That's always going to be a dilemma. These other things, God, they were all a bunch of nuisance on top of that. Not even letting you get to that point. Just trying to stop it up right from the get-go because of an outside look like a haircut or a, or a jewelry or a, a view about the uh, some kind of policy Fashion. in the land uh, that you live in. Trippy. But you know what a farmer would tell you, maybe, if you yeah. want a good crop, use a lot of manure. <laughs> Bring it on, motherfuckers. Okay, we're at the end of the second hour, January 17, 2013 edition of Watt from Pedro Show, or I guess, Brother Matt, uh, short temper here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get uh, talk to him some more. Hold tight for hour three. January 17, 2013, it's third hour of the Watt Pedro Show.
Freedom Four terminate operation. I gotta go, folks. But before I do, here's a little souvenir from Freedom. How do you legislate? How do you legislate? Oh,
for Pedro Show. Start off the third hour with uh, Zao doing Bore. You know Bore. It's a Bach fugue. Oh, okay. And Zalp is, uh, his other name is HWB, which means hardest working boy. That's hmm. Alexander from uh, Moscow. But he's living out in the country now. And uh, good cat. He fucking built his own guitar. Talk about DIY. Oh, this cat built it out of wood from the fireplace and uh, oh, wow. teaching himself how to play wow. and shit. <laughs> and, you know, Bore, you would know, Jethro Tull did a version of it. Remember back. Uh, then we heard uh, Rhythmical from Yucca. They're Tokyo band. We say Yucca. Um, you know, the, the cactus. Mm-hmm. And Black House for Scott by Boy Dirt Car. They're a Minneapolis band. It's like their big uh, like uh, opera kind of thing. Maybe from seven or eight years ago, some, uh, it was sent to me as like a in memoriam or some commemoration. Good old days. You know, way back in 2003. <laughs> yeah, I said, Minneapolis we, guy here yesterday. My my new supervisor yeah. has lived in L.A. For, for 20 years yeah. and never been to Pedro Whoa. in all that time. So, until he had this What job. part was he living? Like uh, Pico Rivera oh, and, uh, there uh, and some east side action. Over, okay. Uh, but that's the way SoCal is. Yeah. We're balkanized. People don't know anything. Yeah, so he totally tripped out coming up to our Did spot it. up there. I remember bringing Joe Baez to practice. He said, God damn, you can see all this shit here? By the way, I, I was telling you earlier about kayaking Tuesday. Any of you people aware of Sea Launch? I don't believe so. There's a company in Long it? Beach that it? takes yeah, rockets from the Ukraine box. to launch satellites. They took an oil platform, turned it into a launch pad. They... This thing sails on its own to the equator. I saw this thing yesterday, was uh, Tuesday when I was paddling. Today I didn't see anything. <laughs> so I saw, I saw, I saw a, uh, a Foss uh, tractor waiting for a can. Uh, just sitting out there. Yeah, Hyundai. Yeah, sitting out there, right in the mouth. So that thing took off Tuesday on its way to the equator. And, and the launch like is the January 30th. 30th. Wow. It, it must take a little while, but it was jamming. And like I said, you can't see. It's got... Six legs, you know, and the, you can't see the for every three uh, each of the three legs they've got a like ice skate boat, you know. So this thing look at this giant launch pad just jamming like ten knots, twelve knots in the open sea. I mean it's the most wow. surreal thing you could see. It was like whoa. Yeah. You can see it easy. It's always parked when they're not doing yeah, the mission. Yeah, over there. Long, yeah, when you're coming over Gerald Desmond Bridge. By the way, it's, that, that thing yeah, is, it's on its final day, is coming. Huh? Yeah, right. Yeah. They're building a taller bridge there. You're going to build right alongside. And there's a mothership that looks like a cruise ship next to it. But you can see these things. If you're going towards Long Beach, look to your starboard, and you'll see them sitting there. You remember the bridge before Gerald Desmond Bridge? It was a pontoon <laughs> bridge when I was a boy. That's when I first came man. to Pedro. <laughs> And when a boat came by, they had to yank this fucking bridge out of the water. It was floats. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. they used to do that. It's cool. And finally, we heard uh, Too Many People Do the Wrong Thing by the Eternals, and It Makes No Goddamn Sense by Alex Lambert and Travis Dickerson. Okay, back to the short temper cats. Victor, when did you start playing? I started playing guitar when I was 15, but before that, um, I was really into like art, like drawing and painting stuff. So, so you're an artist first. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and Drew first, then. Yeah, so, like, I, I, I knew, like, my... Fushani, creativity. too, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's on the show. I listened to that. Yeah, he talked about being into art first, yeah. <laughs> and then into, into yeah. He really so fifteen years old, you start playing guitar. How old are you now? Um, I'm 21 now. <laughs> so it's been six years. Yeah. Okay, so you started on guitar. Uh, kind of a little late bloomer. Yeah. <laughs> but you were busy drawing and stuff. That's why. Oh well, yeah, I would draw like every day. <laughs> okay, what guitar players did you? Did you listen to other people? Did you learn off records? Um, Did you start writing songs right away? Well, actually, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers were my favorite band. They're they're still like up there, you know. So you were listening to the records? And- yeah, that, that's like that's. I think for me, that's where like that's you where it started. Learn off records. There's yeah. no shame in it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I started off with like guitar tabs and then eventually I tabs right yeah. off the internet then I learned by ear and I got like a lot better the ear is what you got developed yeah. for the, the <laughs> that's what makes you better yeah well I don't know better but different yeah that's I true. think all the different angles it all yeah. adds up eventually you like I said before you're trying to find your own way to play guitar yeah <laughs> did you move on to other instruments oh uh, yeah bass uh, <laughs> actually uh, all my friends in high school uh, Mikey uh, he showed me the Minutemen. Um, we had math class together, and he's like, "You're really gonna really love this band, you know," and everything. I checked this them out. This in Dino? What? Which town? Um, Pedro. Pedro. Oh, really? At Pedro High. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, like Mandich, Mikey Mandich. Yeah, Mikey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's the, the drummer man and his son. Yeah. He's a longshoreman. He plays with Pizzo. Uh, Second man organ man. They broke up a while ago. Well, it's called Flying Squad now. Oh, yeah, Flying Squad now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, he showed me the Minutemen, and, like, I heard your bass playing. I was like, oh, my God, you know, this is awesome, you know? Wow. Yeah. Just yeah. ask. Instruments? Yeah, that, that, like, inspired me to play bass. I was like, bass is sick. You know, you can do a lot of things on it, you know? Yeah, yeah, you Because mostly it's in the background. You don't really notice it, you know? It's well, not with Chili Peppers. So. Yeah. I think their second gig was opening for the Minutemen. Yeah, guys. He was a trumpet player. Yeah, he, a lot of people in music he, he isn't or, or arts they move on from one yeah. thing to the other. He was into jazz. I love jazz. <laughs> well, his pop was a stand-up player. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, and the first band you were in? Um, the first band I was in was the Nutjobs. Oh, okay. So yeah, in high school I had gone to punk. Uh, the first, the first exposure to punk, I watched *Decline of Western Civilization*. And I saw the circle oh, jerks. Wow. Yeah, so I saw that and I was like, "Oh I think my!" Me and D. Boone on the crowd shot of that. Really? Yeah, really? That's a great in, the po- in the pogo. <laughs> yeah, that like. That's a trip. Yeah, that turned me on. The to Germs. Uh, that was great guitar yeah. player Pat Smear. He yeah. was asked to join the Chili Peppers. Really? Years ago. Oh wow! He joined their something to... for a bit, right? Yeah. He's in the food fight. Well, party. he was there. He's yeah. doing some with Dave Grohl. Oh, he, he's yeah, in the food fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, I just saw him. They got some big thing coming up. He's a great cat. Palladium. Um, here, let's play some more music. Later, they would both be at home. She accepted him. She would stand at the window in her turn of evening light and let him stand beside her, his arm around her. Sometimes he would be a child and let his head rest on her shoulder. He has such a heavy head, she thought. But her head was large too, generous for thought and remembrance. 
And then she would let her head rest on his shoulder, not very long, just a little while, long enough as if to say, I love you too. Mostly though they kept busy in the apartment, there was so much to do. The 38 meters had almost all been taken up. She kept two meters for herself, right near the window, where she could sleep alone when she was annoyed at him or bored with him. Most nights they slept together, but it is good to have space of one's own. She kept another three meters for her schoolwork, desk and chair and slim bookcase wedged against the wall and overflowing up the wall toward the distant ceiling. So much work for her at the desk and in the books. So much work for her, too, talking to him, listening at him. Then he might suddenly need her to jump up from whatever she was doing so she could hold his book open in front of him while he practiced a posture of ancient Peruvian Inca yoga that was described in the book, or else he needed suddenly, right now and not a moment later, to smell her hair, to smell the roots of her hair, where, he said, her hair grows out of thinking. I love your thinking. They had brought all kinds of things into the apartment from the outside world. Once you get a big thing through a door, it can fit in surprisingly small space. That's what they discovered. Saturdays they would spend wandering around, finding things for their apartment. The 33 meters left unoccupied seemed by now a vast desert full of challenge. Several months had passed, and not once had he suggested that he might leave or get a place of his own or a life of his own, or go back to his own country. Never once, after several months, this is what they had in the apartment. One meter contained the whole of Mount Kilimanjaro, which came from Africa. It was so high that there was always snow on top of it, right up almost touching the ceiling. When it got hot and stuffy in the apartment, they would climb high up the gentle slopes of the mountain till they found a cool grotto where lush vegetation welcomed them and they listened to the springs gurgling down into basalt basins and leopards coughing in the woods. And they watched cute little hyraxes tumbling and playing and nibbling seeds. Right next to that mountain, a square meter contained a small meadow on the slopes of the Donnersberg, not far from the Rhine. On it, a few dozen cows, slim but big uddered, wandered, sunlight warming their cafe au lait colored pelts. These cows, provided them with fresh milk for their coffee and cereal, with enough left over to make quark and soft white cheese. They spent, or wasted, she sometimes thought, two whole meters on Lake Mono, the third oldest lake on the planet Earth, it is said. They brought it from California, deep and very blue. It was extremely salty, good for floating, but the rim of the lake was pure white with sun-dried salts. The waters were healing, perhaps, they were not especially refreshing. So they spent another meter on an intimate alpine lake they ordered from the Graubund. <clears throat> but that turned out to be too cold for all but the hottest days of August, when even the crowded street outside was struck dumb by the sun. Then the lake pleased them. At other times, they mostly liked it for the thunderstorms that mashed above it so often and blazed with lightning. On serene afternoons, gulls would float over it, very small and far away, like the gulls in his book over some lake back in Sweden. One chaste, even austere meter was devoted to the several volumes of the great Nietzsche dictionary, stacked up 
and on it she would sometimes perch for hours, thinking, dreaming often of her own homeland and her distant friends. It would be months still before she could go home. In the meantime, they were together. How long would they be together? What does that mean? He had his two meters, she had her five meters, and that's what the world is like. We are born alone and we die alone. She said that to him once, severely. She forgot why she said it, but it was true. It is true. But they seem to be now, and seem to be together, and lived in this apartment where all kinds of things have been gathered. It is a pleasure to live in a world like this. Because they had lots of things and circumstances, things and textures to live with, this is what they had accumulated so far, each thing on its own square meter, or maybe a little more. One, a Blaupunkt table model radio from 1955 with a sleek rank of plastic push buttons and huge plastic knobs that by now had taken on the look of old ivory and were good to feel. It made sound still, but they quarreled about what music was to listen to, and he would begin to lecture on the evils of this and the virtues of that. Mostly they used it to listen to the news. He didn't understand the language all that well, and then she'd have to explain to him what they had just heard. Two, an armchair they had found in the street. He had, for sanitary reasons, sprayed it with a powerful disinfectant, of which it still smelled so strongly that nobody liked to sit in it. <laughs> still, it was nice to drop full shopping bags on, or pile books up on, or toss clothes when you took them off. Three, a bathtub occupied two of the meters. It had feet in the shape of lion claws, but a peculiar lion, because the feet at one end of the tub pointed in one direction, while the feet at the other pointed in the other. <laughs> With all the lakes in the room, it didn't get much used for baths, but it was an excellent space for storing clothes, since they didn't have to be folded, and didn't get wrinkled. For a tobacco stand whose central storage area was lined with copper. Neither of them smoked. The stand had a cactus living on it that never got watered and never died. Five, a metal stamping factory that made economy-grade scissors and shields from sheet metal. The workmen were all Japanese, and the bouncy jive of that emphatic language could be heard all day long in that part of the room. Six, a small railroad town from Pennsylvania on the shore of the Delaware River. Well over which, Shallow, slow, green with summer can be seen just at the edge of the town. On the one street, a train is idling, taking on water and dropping off two worried-looking passengers. No one has come to meet them at the station. In a little diner, a girl is ordering pancakes, but you have to bend very low to hear her, so shy is she that her voice is low with musical. Seven, a beech tree. Eight. A little wild boar shoat, his furry back still dappled with the pale foreign spots of very young swine. He took up very little space, or some space, wherever it was, but it tended to move around quite a lot the way younger animals do, even though it normally tended to gravitate back to the tree, from which beech nuts would presently begin to fall. Nine, a little country church from Bavaria, its steeple, onion bulbous at the base, narrowed to a very pointy summit, tipped with a simple Latin cross like the protective button on an épée. The cross kept him and her from scratching themselves on the sharp spire. Ten, 
An old waterless fountain from Sicily, the stone was rust-stained and crumbling, and the stonework looked as if it had been made a thousand years ago by Arabs, but who can say? Waterless in general, yes, but every once in a while, often in the middle of the night, or in a silent afternoon after love siesta, they would suddenly hear a trickle, and they would look sleepily into the fountain and see a little gush of water up just an inch or two above the old lead pipe from which the spray once rose. Enough water would come out to cover most of the basin, then the flow would stop. Sometimes he or she, or the two of them together, shoulder to shoulder, or even closer, hip to hip, arms around each other, would kneel at the rim of the fountain and bend forward, holding each other, and drink from the strange and sudden water that always tasted like metal or tasted like stone they could never decide. In the morning, sometimes the basin would still be damp to the touch, and even so, there was always room for more.
Pedro Show. Uh, last bunch of music for this edition. Uh, you just heard Everything is the Way It's Supposed to Be by Deep in the Woods, 66. They're from Ireland. 
uh, Flies on You with uh, Shipmanesque ahead of that. I spaced. I don't know where they're from. Uh, Sister by One Disaster. They're Peter. I know that. In fact, the cat, his name's Dave, and he gives drums lessons for a living. Uh, Basho ahead of that, downhill. Basho's what uh, Basho. I think they call those uh, sumo matches. <coughs> They're called bashes. I've always wanted to call a song that. And we start all off with 40 Square Meters by uh, Robert Kelly, an incredible poet. Uh, Ch- Chance, I want to get into your journey. I mean, you told us all the story of sh- a Short Temper, but... It, as you were doing so, you were telling me you know how to play everything. You write everything. Yeah. So how, when did you first get into music? Um, I want to say. Well, my mom always played. Um, like. Your mom's a musician. Yeah. No, no, she's not a musician, but she loves music. Ah. Um, my dad was a musician. So she's. Oh, he is. Yeah. So she's playing the records and the radio, yeah, and like, he's, he's actually. What did he play? Well, uh, my dad played. Uh, my dad played guitar and uh, sang. Oh, all right. But uh, he so you got music in the house. Big yeah, well, well, the thing was, is that he w- he wasn't in the picture. He wasn't in the picture. And uh, the thing was, is like you know, my mom would play bands like Social Distortion for me, uh, yeah. and uh, you know, just stuff like that, like Billy Idol, you know, like kind of eighties stuff for me. When I was in probably yeah, yeah, when I was probably in about like second, second or third grade, somewhere around there. I, so it was real early. So what's that? Like seven? Yeah, eight? right around there, seven eight. or eight. And that's when you start playing. Um, no, actually, I, I, from then, like, I started getting interested in music. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't pick up a guitar until I want to say I was about like nine, maybe. Oh yeah. So that was way, way, way down the road. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I was, it was a long time for me. (laughs) But, uh, you know, I, uh, (laughs) so you start playing guitar now, what she give you a guitar? Um, yeah, I got a little freaking plywood yeah, yeah. thing, you know, but that's what everybody starts out on. Electric? Little yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, you playing the records? Yeah, I, I was just well, kind of like... how did you move to these other instruments? Well, uh, I mean, I I played uh, guitar for, I don't know how long. I started playing in a band when I was 13, and uh, we only played like two shows, and then, you know, broke up just because we were young. And yeah, but how'd you get these other instruments? Oh, because you wanted... Well, yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted to, I mean, I kind of had, I didn't really know how to write songs, but I knew that I wanted to do it, yeah. and I knew that time would, you know, kind of help me with that, so I figured why not learn the other things while I can, sure. you know, while I have the time to do it. Yeah, yeah. Damn. So after guitar, what'd you go for, bass? Yeah, bass, and then um, I tried, I mean, I tried to play drums, yeah. but, you know, I can do a little thing, but I, I picked up a piano. Piano? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then, um, when, well, uh, when Short Temper, well, when we, uh, originally when Short Temper started, I was going to be the guitar player and our friend Zach was going to sing. But then, you know, however it worked out, um, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I was just like, you know what? I want to sing because these are the songs that I wrote and, I want they're coming straight from my heart and how I'm feeling. Yeah. And I want people to experience it the way I'm experiencing it. So I'm gonna you give know. some direction to you. Exactly, mind. exactly. Yeah. Okay, what's in the future? This re- this record's coming out soon? Yeah, the um this record's coming out. What's the name of it? Uh it's called Stuck in My Head. Stuck in My Head by Short Tempered People. They're burning them now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was giving them some advice. Maybe they'll be able to get some but come uh when's the next gig? 
Um, our next gig so far right now is March 9th. But March we're, 9th. We're going to have a lot more between that time. It's just a matter of booking and whatnot. You have a website. Uh, yeah, we, we're on um, we're on Facebook. We're on YouTube. We're on pretty much everything. So, Mostly Facebook. Yeah. Facebook slash Short Temper? Yeah. Okay. Go go there. Or go go anywhere. <laughs> you don't have to go there. <laughs> I mean to say that. Take a trip. Fake look. But uh, check out Short Temper. So the future is this lineup. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Plow mm-hmm. ahead. Exactly. Yeah. You showed these guys that you mean business. Yeah, exactly. And maybe yeah. you got some men that are going to stick with you. Chance, I wish you all the luck. Victor, Big Nick. Thank you. Thank you. And your other man who couldn't make it. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you aboard. Yeah, glad uh, you guys the, the side over Side mice, here. huh? Yeah. Right? Sloth, coffee. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Sorry we didn't get to wrap a lot, but it was the kids' show. And Steve uh, Wayne. Yeah. But, but thanks for, like, uh, there would have been too much reverb in the room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been the January 17th uh, edition, of two thir- 2013 edition yeah. version of, edition of the Watt Fever Show. With the stumble bum fucking stammer <laughs> talking what? Along with Brother Matt saying thank you so much. Keep your powder dry.